guys, this is I Burn Everything, a food and relationship podcast. I'm Stevie Nelson, and to my left is Dave Horowitz. To your left, but in a different chair, in a different room, in a different town. I know. How cool. We really changed it up. We did. We are in my bedroom. I almost said childhood bedroom, but that's not true. I've only lived here for a year. It does feel like it has a lot of history, though. Yeah, a lot of stuff's happening here. If you look up here... Uh, there is a picture of a kangaroo made out of, it's like a photograph, it's a kangaroo made out of uh, like microchips and computer parts, and this was hanging in my bedroom when I was a baby. Oh. And I took this out of my parents' house a couple years ago and brought it with me over here. Well, maybe that's why you felt like it's your childhood bedroom. Yeah, I'm not crazy or too weird, even though maybe th- that story I just told is weird. Why did I take that from my house? I don't know. I don't it's know. cute though. Do you think it's weird? No. no i'm okay with it well your tone i have nothing from my childhood bedroom except for like my blankie that i used to carry everywhere with me that's a pretty big item though yeah it is and i'm also make like every time i i don't know i i feel like i make people sleep with it when they don't want to or if like someone or if like someone's over and they're like can i have a blanket and they take my childhood blanket i'm like give me that back Mm, okay so we're both weird yeah (laughs) um we should introduce our guest real quick. I just want to say, um, she brought her equipment over. <laughs> yeah. She is such a dear friend of mine. Um, ah. we, <laughs> <laughs> she is a writer, a performer. She has her own amazing podcast on the Feral Audio Network called This Feels Terrible. Um, and she took me on her honeymoon with her, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. A big eyebrow and everything. Welcome to Erin McGaffey. Hi, everybody. Hi. 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 Thanks for being on our show. Just adjust my levels. This is so funny, guesting on a podcast and an engineering. And then doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for working for us and coming no to problem. be on the podcast. I feel, I feel extra useful. And I was also late, so it makes me feel better about being late. It's okay. I was late, too. Oh, good. Well, the rate you charge <laughs> is outrageous, but it's worth it. <laughs> I'm t- taking out a small bank loan. Wait, can we go back for a second? You got taken on her honeymoon? Yeah, yep. did you not know this? <laughs> no, no. Why would I just know this? I don't know. We, you yeah. and I talk sometimes. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Do you want to? Are we going to talk about this, or we can uh, we can brush through it? We can that's talk fine. about it briefly. I I got married a couple of years ago, and I took Dave Horowitz and his then girlfriend Kimber Hall to Europe with me and my then husband. <laughs> <laughs> and we went so to generous. <laughs> yes it was an, it was very fun it was just like a big group vacation That's it was fun. a straight up all expenses paid <laughs> vacation that i was very stubborn about uh, accepting the offer for i i felt very uh it was crazy it was the most generous thing maybe anyone's ever done for me it was, yeah it was pretty it was pretty bonkers but, but i'm glad we have that memory together now yes and uh aaron told me You've seen a lot of shit uh aaron told me that she made uh like these beautiful um commemorative like photo albums for everybody (laughs) that had like because she had and she had me and and uh my ex like pose and like even like i think we were kissing on a bridge and she was taking pictures of it and uh a couple weird on my yeah i'll show you uh i'll show you those photo albums and uh in a couple of years, you can laugh at them. Yeah, yeah. And because uh, <laughs> they're so overly romantic. Yeah, and it's so funny that both of those couples are now dissolved. Yeah, yeah. Describe. I'm sure that whatever you put together uh, tells the story of a much different trip than actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there were some like nice, some really like great moments. Oh, there were some the, wonderful yeah. moments. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Great food. There were also some fight. There were times when both couples were fighting, but we were hiding from the other couple that we were fighting. So oh it was, we must have like literally been like, well, just be cool. Be cool in front of them and then joining in the same. And everyone's room. just a little <laughs> off. Oh, yes. At one point uh, afterwards, I can't remember if it was you or Dan mentioned something about how in love we were. Like, so you guys were wanting to save face in front of us because we were having such an amazing time in your uh, eyes. There was some like yeah, yeah. crazy I, thing where I was like, well, we were both. Yeah, Maybe I was it. I was doing the very healthy thing of comparing our relationships. Yeah, that was that was me who was like, oh, God, they're just like hanging out. Also, because you're my you guys were my friends and you were hanging out and uh, yeah, yeah, this whole thing. Anyway, yeah, but honor to numbers. I can't wait to see where I take you on my next honeymoon. I would. I, love th- I feel like I have to. You just have to. For fun. Yeah, you're gonna <laughs> take both of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I won't. I won't tell either of you. And you, you and Kimber will show up. It'll be your reunion tour. 
there were there was a uh, You're matching official, pajamas. There were official uh, matching pajama sets made. No. Yeah. Yeah. This I think that's the way to do a honeymoon. That way, like if it doesn't work out, you have memories that are cool enough friends. Like that's a cool way to do it. Yeah, it's not a cool way to enter your marriage. Yeah, but I, but I mean, like it's the the reason why we did it was because we like I really love traveling. And I really love exploring things while traveling. And my and my ex, oh god, there it is. Oh my god, Dave is showing this hoodie, this best Whoa. friends club hoodie that I made. Yeah, those eyebrows, <laughs> that's me. Wow, that's like olive branches and this like medallion. Oh, I'm such a creep. It was so cool. It was. I mean, it was fun. It was fun. Them. But you wouldn't do it again that same way. Uh, no. I mean, like I would have. Yeah, I, I don't think I would get married to someone who was so different from me <laughs> ever yeah. again. But he didn't but, like traveling. Well, he likes. We we just like he he really has a a big aversion to uh, like doing doing things when he's traveling. And he would say about me probably that like I want to do too Everything. much. Yeah. yeah, and I want to like I'm not an itinerary person, um, but I am somebody who's like okay, well like I book tickets for this thing or I, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's normal. That feels pretty normal. <laughs> yeah, 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 and. Uh, and I was trying to, I really wanted to go to Europe for a honeymoon, which is such a nice, like, cool thing to be able to do, obviously. Um, but I was like, well, like, I'm going to really want to see things. And it's going to be heartbreaking if I'm just, like, doing everything by myself. So I, I asked if we could invite Dave and Kimber as my, like, fr- friend babysitters, basically. And uh, Oh, that makes sense. Because he didn't want to do the things with you. Mm-hmm. Our, couple, our couple's counselor, well, yeah, and he was happy about it, and like he felt like the pressure was off, but it, but it didn't like it didn't actually totally solve that problem. There was still some, some strain. But our couple's counselor thought it was a good idea. But hmm. you're in a relationship now that's much more balanced as far as being kind of into the same things and yeah, similar. it's all frequencies, baby. Simil- <laughs> yeah, have that's I talked scary. to you about those frequencies thing? I've like no, you have, have a, please us, talk to us, us, us about it. You about frequencies. <laughs> yeah, um, have you have you guys read um, Jen Sincero's, uh "You Are a Badass" no. book? Highly recommend it. It's very good because it takes it takes all these different self help books and it, she she kind of like push, put it, puts it all together, like takes the best step stuff from everything and removes anything that's like a little too um, the new age spiritual. Yeah. And she talks about, but something that she talked about in her, in her book that really resonates with me, no pun intended, because I'm about to talk about frequencies and they resonate, right? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Vibrate, resonate. Yeah, they'll do all those things. <laughs> well, it's just that you... You, uh, you, the, whatever, whatever frequency you're going at, meaning like, oh, okay, I'm in a, I'm in a mode where, where I'm working on my career and I'm, I just looked up and saw that nothing matters thing framed that. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> like, yours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, real I like quick, that. I cleaned out, uh, God, it, trying to describe the, just to quickly pause what you're saying, <laughs> trying to describe like the, so I cleaned out this apartment that I so I lived in an apartment with a roommate. The roommate oh, moved yeah. out. Uh, my ex girlfriend moved in. I moved out of that apartment. She stayed there. At the tail end of last year, uh, Aaron moved in there oh, uh, before she left for Ireland. And remember I, what, it, what I was going to keep it as like a pied de terre. Yeah, she was going to keep it, and 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 <laughs> I was going to maybe move back in there, uh, but I would have to like pay. I, it was going to be like me by myself, or if I found a roommate. And then one of my coworkers wanted it and moved in there. Uh, and we haven't, there's been no lease. It's been month to month for years because the like, landlord didn't care. And then he found her. He's like her. a bad, a bad guy. He's a bad dude. He yeah. found her living there and basically threw her out. And we don't know if it was because she was, she's Asian, but she is. Like he's, he seemed very weary and suspicious of her. And then he, fa- then he like finally agreed to maybe let her live there, but he raised the rent. And then he found out she had a cat and she was like, he, he said no pets. Meanwhile, Oof. there's like five dogs in that Yeah, that are complex. like barking constantly. So weird thing. I went in, I felt so bad that I basically like, I moved this girl out with her because she's like this, she's yeah. very sweet, but she's this, this very tiny person. Um, and so I wound up with. She's very sweet, but she's very tiny. She's and you so know small. that they can be very sneaky. I know. Small, <laughs> you know, of what I know of small girls cannot be trusted. Yeah. I, all I was meaning, <laughs> all I meant by that was that she is physically small and could not do the entire move by herself. Nor I'm picturing she a, like to. a Powerpuff girl. I'm picturing like a tiny, tiny girl who has a lot of extreme power. <laughs> I mean, you know what? That's Carol for you. 
Carol. Shout out to Carol Tan. Uh, no, but then I, I, yeah, I helped her move out. I, I took uh, just years worth of kitchen stuff out. I was like, oh, oh yeah, this that, is the Garfield yes. mug we got in Ojai. <laughs> oh, there was still stuff? Like your stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Stuff. And I had, I had redone this? the apartment. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this was hanging on the wall. This, there's a sentence that says nothing yeah, so matters. That, so, oh. Yeah, and that's by my friend Hannah Nance, uh, who's, a, who's a lettering artist. And I had bought... I just, this is like not that long ago, but I'm st- it's it's weird looking back at six months ago and just seeing how different my state of mind was. But I I I think I'm still in this kick, which is like a really good kick of uh, like even if I can't afford it, like buying all my friends art or like oh I love That's that. Great. I'm a monster. I know. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I'm, I'm so embarrassed to say that I'm so supportive of my friends' work. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Uh, no, I love kidding. that. <laughs> Um, but I, yeah, I bought a, I bought a bunch of art from an art show and I bought stuff from, I bought a bunch of furniture from Ikea. Like I wanted to, cause I remember like I gave the apartment a makeover cause I thought Kimber was going to come back. Yes. It's so weird. It was going to come back. Our friendship is very sordid and strange. You and me? Yeah. Thank what God it's always been platonic or that would add like a whole other like <laughs> awful wrinkle to it. There's a, yeah, it's, it's, um, we were talking before we started recording about, uh, you know dating people who don't know any of our friends mm. and i just think like the yeah. longer we live out here like you know stevie's from here yeah i'm from here and i can't get away from it I, everyone <laughs> i date i know all of their exes or some of their friends exes it's like yeah ev- it's like there are oh, the circles are really ma- like mixed up and combined and overlapping yeah it's very it's it becomes a whole lot when you have been out here for a while i just uh i was telling stevie before uh, i was at a party last night and the one person who I am trying not to see, who is a recent ex, who I crunched the numbers and I was like, I don't think I need to reach out and see if this person's going to be here. It's a birthday party for two people. She's not friends with either of them. I walk in. Whose birthday party was it? This is that thing at the Virgil. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was getting texts from Dustin and they were like, this, everyone you care about is here. Anyway, go on. Oh, and you were and like, like, I definitely will not be showing up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, I was downtown doing karaoke and I was like, well, not literally because I'm having fun where I am. Yeah. But. Yeah, okay, you were having a wild night of your own. But yeah, I, I uh, yeah, I, I just could not fathom what the connection was. And then, you know, she came with a, fr- a mutual friend of the people whose party it was. And I would say, though, it was very okay. Uh, it was not a prolonged interaction. We were polite to each other. And okay. I did not, not only did I not feel like pangs of sadness, I was like, oh, this is going to be totally okay yeah that's and that's great. the first that's time great. i've really truly felt like that so yeah, I, with enough time i feel like that kind of, that kind of stuff and those kind of interactions can be pretty normal like yeah. i feel like you get to a point where you're like i can make this a big deal or i can just like be okay with this yeah, yeah. it takes, takes a couple and you have to it do a, it it takes time doesn't it yeah though? yeah well my normal instinct is just to be pretty overwrought about stupid stuff like yeah. that and just be like no. I, i'm the king of being like going up to the person and being like oh, well oh this hello. is crazy. <laughs> when, uh, I saw, when i saw dan my ex-husband for the first time after like we we broke up and then didn't see each other like, for how long uh we broke up in september and then didn't see each other until march like wow. literally not at all yeah but everything but things were but things were like f- very like civil and cool b- between us but when i when i ran into him the first time i saw him i <laughs> i said like hey we we were at that wedding <laughs> like <laughs> talking about your own wedding yeah. oh. Oh, no, I, said, oh, I said we had a wedding once oh <laughs> like, it was so weird. so weird and it was in it was at this uh it was at south by southwest in front of a bunch of people who were st- Strangers, but knew <laughs> yeah. us and like knew that you were everything. married at one point. And I could tell, I could tell everybody was just like you oh, know God. holding their breath to see what that interaction was. And I, I yeah, did it go okay? I, I think it was fine. I, I think I deserved a bigger laugh, to be honest. Yeah, me too. I would have laughed. <laughs> I mean, that's so funny. I mean, nothing it's, makes me laugh hard. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's like so funny. I feel like that's also the thing we all want to say. Anytime you run into an ex, you just want to be like, remember when we used to have sex? Like yeah, we used, to, yeah. We used to love each other. Yeah. Remember, like we used to like lie to in bed and stare at, into each yes. other's faces. Like it's so it's so weird that I you know. make these people your family and then you they're just and then like six months later you wake up and like not only do you not have feelings for the people mm-hmm. but you're like oh I can't imagine ever having that life again. Like yeah. it becomes a your new life becomes a more ideal life and then you're like that thing seems so far away even yeah. though it's only like six or seven you know it's really strange it is thank yeah. god our brains can forget things <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, if you, yeah. yeah if you allow yourself to get back into that headspace where you 
are both remembering that you love each other, like you're just gonna have sex again because it's not yeah. like because I my my weird like breakupy problem is that as soon as I'm not seeing someone anymore, I assume that they're repulsed by me because it ended and so i'm like there's no chance that anything could like backslide or that anyone could mess up because like she thinks i'm a monster now and then i wake up in bed next to them and go like well this is uh, uh, this is weird (laughs) even though it's not weird it's like your brain can trick itself very easily yeah i think that's why i have such extreme boundaries because i'm like oh anything could happen if i ran into them you know what i mean like so i'm like i don't even let myself have the opportunity like i'm not i'm not like pals with any of my exes i'll like text Mm. them and stuff but um, Sounds like your pals. Like pals via text, but like not in real life. Do you know what I mean? Right, I'm like right. a person who's like, I'm going to go hang out with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, thank you. Yeah. It's good that you don't really, that you super rarely drink because that helps. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I that mean, increases boundaries. Yeah. Um, not drinking. What about you? What about like, are you friendly or anything with your exes? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm friendly. I'm friendly with my exes. I'm not a, I'm not a backsliding yeah. person. Yeah. I'm, I was, I'm trying to think about like. I think the only ex that I, yeah, I, well, cause I, I just, I won't, I won't hang out. At, well, I mean, in my early relationships, I was like a, a scorched earth <laughs> policy at the end of relationships would just like be insane. Yeah. Um, and not, no, not insane. Just like very, it was a highly, highly emotionally charged. You mean uh, you would woman. scorch the owner involuntarily by acting mm, a certain yeah, way? Yeah. Like if I was... Like in my, f- yeah, in my in my breakups, they were there was no mistaking that, like I would I would just I would just go for broke, um, How, but but uh, actually that but that like in those in those situations, those guys, I'm thinking specifically about um, this my, the first time I got my heart broken, I was, I I just like wouldn't stop calling him until he gave me an answer, and I remember just being, just knowing that I was that every time I called him, I was like, he was, I was looking worse and worse and worse. Yeah. But I was like, I don't care. I don't care. Like yeah. he says yeah. it's over. Like I want fucking answers. And I want, I think, and also like the destructive thing of, well, I want this to be totally over because I don't want to feel bad. And I don't want there to be like a chance that this can still yeah. happen. But um, yeah, actually that, that guy who's a total sweetheart started listening to my relationship podcast a couple years ago. And uh, I talk about him a lot on it and I called him, and he's so nice and he's this musician and he's a really like great soul and he's very handsome. But I called him boring on the podcast. Boring? Think, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, so he he sent me an email saying, like, hey, I just want to let you know I'm listening to the podcast and like I hope you're well. And um oh, he had written a song about me, actually, from when we dated yeah. ten years ago or something. But he had written this song about me and um brag. <laughs> yeah, that's like not the first time, dream. not the last. That's like my dream. Really? Yeah. You haven't had a song written about you? Oh, Stevie. No. <laughs> not, no. That you, not that you know of. <laughs> not that I know of. I mean, one of my boyfriends. Have you dated musicians? Yeah, like two. But one of them jokingly started a song with like Stevie. I like you, but sometimes you're passive aggressive. And I was like, well, this is not how I saw this song going. Yeah. <laughs> also, very, very bad lyrics. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. They don't simple, yeah. Like, who cares? <laughs> Sounds like Stevie. a pop punk band. Yeah. <laughs> Stevie, I like you, but you're passive aggressive. <laughs> That's the whole song. Like a Blink-182. Like, also- Stevie, I like you, but sometimes uh, you're passive aggressive. Let's go. And then the drums kick in. <laughs> Let's Drum go. solo. Let's go. Also, I'm not passive aggressive. I am aggressive sometimes, but I'm definitely never passive. I'm just like, I'll tell you how I feel. Yeah. You're way more like straight you're real dummy. Yeah. That guy's emotionally retarded. Yeah. Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> On your own show? I yeah. think that's your own choice. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, keep going with what you were saying, please. <laughs> Two songs written about you. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've gone out with that. I had a string of going out with a bunch of different musicians. And so And so that just happens. It, the, the, none of the songs, I'll say, like, I've never had a song written about me that's, that's like, Aaron, you're amazing. You're so great. Most of the songs, the theme of that song is like, I know you want something from me, but I can't give it and it makes me feel inadequate. <laughs> like, oh, the, shit, that's, yeah. Um, it's every man's anthem. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. that feels good. <laughs> that's uh, not just you. Believe me. No. Um, yeah. And I had a boyfriend, Christian. Did you ever meet Christian? Is this the one eight hundred dentist guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, so, to I... be fair, I dated three different dudes at that company. Um, wow, two mu- wow. two musicians. Um, yeah, this was like Wait. this guy was like a hair metal guy, right? Yeah, well, I did a hair metal guy, and then I dated um, this really sweet uh, 
beach beach music guy who's very talented. Oh, cool. It was a band called Good Luck Bear. Oh, yeah, you played me them. Hey. Yeah. Wait, did the guy who you called boring address they called him boring? Oh, yeah, sorry. So, um, yeah, I preemptively, he told me that he was starting to listen to it, and I was just, like, looking down. I just didn't want him to be listening to my podcast and hear me yeah. talk about him and then and then just write him off as boring because I was like, I, yeah. I could imagine nothing worse than listening to something like that. So I told him, <clears throat> and he was so great about it. And I didn't say, like, hey, by the way, I think you're boring. So I said you were boring on the podcast. I said, I look, I'm sorry. I, 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 I think like sometimes I, on the podcast, I talk about you, uh, in maybe an unfavorable way because I'm trying to frame everything. And like, obviously I had a lot of uh, very strong feelings for you. So I, I apologize. And I, I think you're great. And he was so sweet about it and Aww. said, you know what? Everybody's, everybody's welcome to their own emotional experience. And then he said, you know what? I was really shitty. So I'm sorry. I wasn't. Oh, that's uh, nice. Yeah, that is very good. sweet. I love when people admit to being shitty. <laughs> I do. I think there's nothing nicer because sometimes, like, we have an experience where we feel like someone mistreated us or treated us poorly, mm-hmm. and it's our own experience. And sometimes, until the other person like is like, "Yeah, actually, I agree," you kind of feel like a crazy person. Yes, I, in fact, right here across the street from where we are sitting at this very moment, <gasps> I, uh, I. I was about to say famously, not famous to anyone except for myself. Yeah. This is a famous moment in my yeah. own life. <laughs> a personally famous moment. Uh, but across the street, my my um, my ex-boyfriend before Dan's uh, friends used to live. And after we broke up, like I I didn't like the way that things had ended. And he had he had started to date someone while we were still together. And so mm. it was like a thing. The whole thing, um, and I felt really embarrassed and weird, and like all his friends knew about it, and and I was trying to be really cool, and this was my first time seeing him, and subsequently my last time. He's the only ex that I don't talk to because of what I did at this party, because Uh-oh. he, yeah, I had he came, he came with his uh, with his new girlfriend, and I was I was being so cool, I was being so cool, and just like so breezy, and just like hey, just across the room, just great, and then two drinks later, I like cross him like. I was coming out of the bathroom. He was going in, something like that. And I said, uh, just, uh, just say you're a bad person. Just say you're a bad person. And he was like, what? What are you talking about? And just like giving me this, this like, this shitty, charming grin. Because yeah. he was like a, a charmer. Yeah, of course. And, and I was like, just, you, just, just say, just say you're, just say you're a bad person. Because you're a bad person. Like, yeah. just say, or just say you, just say yeah, you what you did. So shitty. Say yeah. what you did. Because he still, he like wasn't admitting to like what he had what he had done and it was making me feel totally insane. Yeah, of course. And, and he was so he felt like he was so justified in uh in everything and just wouldn't admit that he had been dishonest and yeah. it drove me Ugh. bonkers. And so I like I kept so on shitty. going and he was like stop, stop, stop. You have to stop this. And I and I sh- and I should have but I just I just did it and I like got like kind of hysterical like in a weird like crazy like laughy way and his girlfriend was across the room and she started crying because I think she felt guilty of about the whole did. yeah which she should have yes yeah. like the yeah because it's like up to two people to know better and honestly yeah. like that's not fair the thing the, yeah the, the thing that the thing that drove me uh, crazy about it was just that I was part of their love affair yeah you know like that's that's the thing it's like well when you're when you guys you guys have bonded over the fact that you had to sneak around for so long while I was just like in love and committed to you like that's it's not that's Ugh. not okay that's you shouldn't treat a person like that no it's un, it's really it's unfair it's really unfair and i think also like um a i hate stories like that i hate hearing <laughs> i hate hearing stuff like that because it's just like it hurts me for people you know like mm. and i've had it happen to me and it's shitty yeah and it's um it's an interesting thing because i feel like once you have it happen to you it's so crazy to me that people still do it like just cheating in general or like yeah just like cheating or like sneaking it's just like how you don't have to be monogamous you never have to be yeah just like don't commit to a relationship where that's the agreement then yeah well that's the thing is like I don't think it's about monogamy I don't think it's about sex even well I mean there are so many different situations I know I know Dave also listens to the Savage Love podcast or very like Magnum subscriber baby yeah I want that extra half hour (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) worth it I'm 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 it's not it's not just like oh I got drunk at a party and made out with somebody or like you looked at like I'm, I'm but the the whole 
when you're in a committed relationship and then you get turned on by the idea of uh, of lying to your significant other, that's yeah. the that's the fucked up thing. Yeah, and I, agree. I and I think it mostly the cheating that I'm talking about is that it's so that is so shitty is the cheating that is fueled by that excitement. Yes. Not yeah. not cheating where someone yeah. is like. In yeah, a, the physical in an abusive relationship or, or whatever. whatever it is, the physical act of cheating, you're like, I can get over that or I can, yeah, I can yeah. rationalize that. But like, it's the sneakiness the technique, and yeah. the deviantness of like that out of in a relationship <laughs> that you're like, ah, that's not. Yeah, okay. that's yeah. the interesting thing that Dan Savage always talks about, where people will call up and it'll be an affront to their sensibilities that they were cheated on, and it'll be a situation that where it, like it happened once and they've tried to move past it, and he'll kind of be quick to say. Or, or someone will, will call in and say that they, they know that their coworker is cheating on their wife mm-hmm. or they caught them doing something or like, oh, I saw my friend's girlfriend on a dating app. Should I tell him? And he's basically like, you don't know anything about yeah. their relationship. Yeah. Unless you explicitly know facts, you can't pretend to know anything. They yeah. might have an arrangement. They might be functionally together, but like haven't had sex in years and like that works they for them. They could just be on the app and that could be like... Yeah, that could be thing. enough for them. Yeah. 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 And so it's really interesting to... I, I feel like just, just by... My own experiences have shaped me, sure, but I think I've thought I've changed. My own experiences have shaped me. Sure. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the beginning of a, a very of a one man show. Yeah, so. yeah. That's sure, I guess I but... speak in really eloquent monologues. That's what you're saying, right? <laughs> yes. Not that, that just was... the beginnings. Yeah, the, the monologue parts are like a little scattered. The middle chunks the fall apart, but uh, oh boy, just like all my relationships. Oh. <laughs> uh, but no, that that specifically him talking on that show has has definitely changed the way I think about cheating or monogamy in general. Because, How so? Well, because it is interesting. I Because I think that any... I truly believe that any relationship can survive uh, like an infidelity if it's not an aggressive... I Because I feel like when someone is actively cheating and carrying on yeah. and like lying and hiding it, mm-hmm. it's like it feels like an act of aggression and even if they don't mean to hurt the other person it's like well fuck you you should know that this is gonna yeah. really really hurt someone but if it's like i was out of town i was at a thing you were i was something happened once and it was really exciting and fun and it's not going to be a part of my yeah. day-to-day life I, yeah. that is like forgivable and understandable because life yeah. is long and so are relationships yeah yeah i think if it has a basis of trust that relationship i think if you've really built trust and there's like a few years onto the relationship i could get on board with that mm-hmm. i could get on board with forgiving someone or yeah. being forgiven for that or getting over that i think yeah. that me and dave have talked a bit about like my last relationship and there was like a major trust violation like three, mm-hmm. three months in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like very weird and sort of like shady and What kind gross. of thing? He like tried to have sex with a girl at 3 a.m. after delivering me flowers and a love letter to my front door. Ooh. Like the contrast of it was <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> horrific. Do you know what I mean? Like to some degree yeah. it was like, it'd be one thing if I was like, he's been distant and then tried to cheat on me with some yeah. girl from the internet. Like, yeah. That would be one thing, but it was like the contrast of this like outpouring of like love and affection and this very specifically Mm -hmm. written love note that like would make you feel like, God, he's going to love me forever. And then to get like screenshots the next day of this girl being like, hey, your boyfriend tried to have sex with me at 3 a.m. last night was crazy feeling. And I couldn't get over it, actually. Like, and I think it was the. How do you feel about her reaching out to you? Um. I actually, I think... I'm sure you appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. Um, and I even said, like, this is all very hard for me to read and see and hear. But thank you for reaching out and thank you for letting me know. Uh, and that was good. But also it's, like, horrible. You know, yeah, it's just, like, a horrible thing to read and to be a part of in general. <sighs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. I couldn't get over that. So ended that thing. Yeah. But, yeah, in that... Like in in that scenario, obviously it sounds like there's nothing to do with him not liking you enough. Or enough. It was just it was just like he needed that validation yeah. or that that yeah. whatever attention yeah. or something. Yeah, no, it's a bummer. I I think I think the most something that Dan Savage has opened me up to is just that <laughs> we're talking about Dan Savage. Check out that it's podcast. Cute. It's a great podcast. It's very cute. Um, <laughs> but just, just the importance of, or just understanding that everyone's a sexual being and letting go of the idea that I would have entered relationships 
in with when I was younger, which would be like, okay, you fall in love, and then everyone else totally falls away. Yeah, and you're you're the only most you have to be the the most beautiful, best person they've ever met ever in their entire lives, and you meet all of their needs, and no one is ever attractive. No one else is ever attractive ever again. It's just like such a silly thing when yeah. you let go of that you can communicate better and yeah. I think that, yeah. it's also more human it's like such mm-hmm. a human approach and also i i don't really think i think like when we're like 19 i think that's a really cool perspective to be like this person only sees me and like that's really fun and then yeah it's bad though it is bad it's and really then, bad yeah and it's also really unrealistic and mm-hmm everything is um it's really hard to meet any of those needs because of that yeah well and it, and it makes it's like in in past relationships where that's just been kind of the thing, mm-hmm. then you just suffer silently when you're not getting your needs met. Your, mm-hmm. <laughs> your needs met. Um, your weeds. <laughs> your weeds. Yeah, your weeds. When you're not getting your weeds wet, <laughs> gross. They don't grow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in other words, <laughs> wet your weeds. Yeah, wet, wet your those weeds. weeds. <laughs> Set yourself free. You gotta wet your weeds. And uh, with that, we're gonna take a break and talk to our sponsor, a weed whacker. No, sponsors have decided. No thanks for us. Yeah. Wait. Also, we do not have to talk about Squarespace this week. Woof. Relief. Build it beautiful. (laughs) I want. I want. I always wanted to say to for it to be like. You're saying someone that you think is you're telling build someone it. you think is beautiful, beautiful to build it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a like a weird cat call on the street. Hey, hey build, build it, it beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be mad if someone did that to me. I believe you were like that, I'm going to go home and register a domain name. Oh gosh, <laughs> thank you. I you look like you're capable of great things. <laughs> you look like a coder. Do you know how to write code? <laughs> empowering, empowering um, cat calling. Um, so, I wanted to. Because uh, this, so it is a show about relationships and food, and I feel like from knowing you a bunch and like being around for different relationships and different, and I, you know, I would I used to house sit for you, and you guys would be on different diets and uh, on them, off them, and then we've like eaten eaten together so many times. Uh, I know like what's different about the way you date now because I know mm-hmm. both of the relations, your past relationship and your current one. Um, what uh has, has like your eating changed? <laughs> also, though, he knows what's different about the way you date now. I have no idea what's different. Oh, about tell the her. way you date now. I would love to hear. I don't that. know what is- and then hear about the way you eat now. Mm. Uh, well, it's all it's all about frequencies. Yeah, yeah. I would love to go back to that. <laughs> More frequencies. I'm also gonna read this book. Anytime someone recommends a book to me, I'm great. like, I will Give us read the name that. of it again. Uh, you are a bad. You are a badass. You are by a Jen bad Sinchera. person. You are a bad person. Um, I I got it on audiobook and I listened to it twice. Highly recommend. Audible, um, baby. Yeah. So yeah. you. <laughs> anytime I say something like that, where I'm like, where I'm like, um, love isn't real, baby. I think of you because yeah, you say it like a, that. Yeah. That's your thing, baby. Baby. Oh yeah, I say a very sincere thing that I think, but I make it sound like a joke. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> it scares me a lot. Yeah. Feelings are frightening. <laughs> Okay, so uh, you're you're now dating people who match your frequency. <laughs> Is that correct? Yeah, it's funny to hear you say those words back at me because it sounds so silly. But the, uh, especially from me and like all workout so clothes. So you're dating people. <laughs> like, I'm disgusting and like, and, like anytime disgu- I say you, something spiritual, it's gross. You you're wearing like workout clothes that a woman wears in like a movie. They're like movie workout clothes. My workout clothes have like yeah. there's like there's like a wine stain and like a broken collar. Yeah. I just yeah. wear I just wear garbage on exercise. What you're doing now is uh, this is like uh, Kate Hudson is jogging yes. through an, yeah. like a kind of a cool upscale neighborhood, and she like goes to, like she's running past the cafe mm-hmm. that she used to go to with her ex, and he Bradley Cooper is there <laughs> with his new girlfriend Brooklyn Decker. Oh, uh, and she accidentally spills coffee all over herself. Yeah, yeah, no, I know it's gross. <laughs> It's and you were wearing I'm that sorry. hat. <laughs> You're not. What are you talking about? You look great. <laughs> what are you we're just sorry about? that I look like this. I'm sorry that you when look I look amazing, I do wear workout clothes that are obnoxious. Did you? What did you do? Were you running or did you just walk or what? Did, what was yeah, I ran here and then I've been walking this morning. I met my boyfriend at the reservoir and we walked around. Also, we have matching Nike shoes. Oh boy. He has pink ones too. No, he has green ones that are exactly this. Aw, well, that's right. Did you get them together? Yes. <laughs> wow. My boyfriend and I always accident 
accidentally match. Always yeah. wear the same Talk about colors and same style. frequency. Oh yeah. Okay. So um, yeah, if you if you are in a place in your life where you are wanting to really focus on your career, working hard, blah blah blah, like you'll just attract other people romantically or platonically who are in the same space. So okay. it's like about I don't know. So as far as dating goes, I uh, really did some work on myself. Still working on myself, but I think the big difference is that I'm not. Um, I'm I'm not dating to like solve anything, mm. and my relationship isn't like I'm totally myself in the relationship, and it's it's not something that's that's a fix or uh, it's it's just very ideal. Um, also, he's like I, well, and I really thought about what I wanted after my divorce, and he's kind of all those all those things. That's great. I love that. Yeah. What do you think you were trying to fix when you got into this previous relationship? Well, I was I was coming out of a relationship where I felt really unsafe because of that whole cheating thing and not being able to trust somebody. So entering the relationship with Dan, like Dan is very trustworthy and like I knew that he was never going to do anything like that and it just felt more safe. He's mm-hmm. le- he's less of a charmer than my previous boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Like just yeah, what you, I, I was very, I, I liked that he was very upfront about things that were about his flaws, whereas mm. my previous boyfriend was like trying to hide everything. So it was kind yeah. of a reaction to that last thing. Yeah, a little bit of a flip flop. It's like mm-hmm. you get one thing and you're like, mm, try the exact opposite. Yeah. Is the new, uh, would you say the new relationship is somewhere in between those or? No, I, or I would say it's like, path? yeah, yeah. I think it's a totally different thing because when you, I mean, I could be saying a different thing in six months, I guess. But the way I feel about it right now is that my last, most of my relationships have been me trying to solve something in myself, and no, no one, no one can make you like. Really, I realized after leaving my marriage that that I couldn't, that the only person who could really make me happy was myself, and I made a lot of uh, big quote unquote selfish decisions like leaving my marriage and moving to Ireland and just doing really trying to do everything that I that that I that I wanted to do instead of like putting other people first or yeah you know whatever so this relationship I'm in right now more like complements me in my life Mm. than like solves anything I love that yeah does it um are there things that it feels that other relationships haven't? Like, does it feel like calm or does it feel different in that way? Yeah, it feels, it feels really different. It feels really, really different because I don't know how, I mean, he's from, he's from like a tiny town in Limerick, Ireland. Hmm. He grew up on a cattle farm. We have a totally, totally different background. We're from different countries, but I feel so, I feel like I've known him forever and we just have, which is very similar and we have, but we're different enough. Hmm. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and we also like, we, we really like working together and collaborating together, which is, which is something that I realize I, I really like in a yeah. relationship. Yeah. He's cool. I think it's real trust building. <laughs> He's too. a cool guy. Yeah, He's I've a cool guy. Pictures. It's very, it seems very good and healthy and, mm-hmm. and I like seeing it. Yeah. It's great. We don't fight, which is great. Amazing. Yeah, we talk about everything, and we have the same like communication style. I love so, that. Do you have the same yeah. love language? I don't know. Well, I, I, I think so. Like, I think. Uh, what's your love language? Touch, like touch. I think so too. Yeah. I think that I think that's mine. I used to think it was quality time, but I think it's actually touch. Yeah, because I don't really care if the time is a quality time as long as you're touching me for the time I'm with you. Right, like, right. It can be a few minutes, and I'll be like, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it, we're we're definitely both very tactile in that way yeah I love that yeah and we're it's great we're going through kind of not not a challenging thing but something that could be potentially challenging which is that he's out here for the summer helping me with my career basically and helping me with these projects I'm doing and we're he doesn't know anybody else out here except for my own friends yeah um oh he would really like to hang out with you Dave I know he'd be too shy to say but like I think he needs to have oh this is great (laughs) I think he needs like some friend time away from me you tell that mustached man that he's got to make the first move <laughs> Dave, can i, can I give him your you phone number out. will you will you go get like the, give the, him mine yes booze Look, you know what i'm gonna say and- yes for dave yeah <laughs> send him on a date 
Get them on a guy date together. Yeah. Cool. We live oh. a half a mile away from each other. Yeah, yeah. Send my boyfriend too and just see how they all hang out around. You know? Yeah. Can, yeah. That would be very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, it's man. also funny like he we well with Joey he sent Joey Joey uh, Dave's friend sent, yeah. sent him like a Facebook message and I, I saw it and he, he sent he's, Joey a message or Joey sent him a message Joey sent us a message and then, and then Potty my boyfriend responded to it and he's he said he used the word dude and like to, I could tell that he was like Californiaing up oh. his language like he doesn't he's Irish he doesn't say dude <laughs> that is so cute because uh, I think I think he really wants to yeah, I think he needs he him and I him and I are very similar in that like we really value our relationships with our friends and he has a lot of really great friends back home and just out here I'm his I'm his only friend. He's doing it. He's acclimating well and everybody loves him. Did oh he, yeah, was he was with great. you guys last night. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did he get along with all those people? Oh yeah, yeah. He gets along with everybody. That's he really hit it off with Sam Brown. Sam was <laughs> yeah. there. That makes yeah. sense. I love Sam. I saw Sam the other night. Yeah. Um, That's cute. Wait, so it sounds like you're eating now. It sounds like you're um, doing relationships where it satisfies you, but it also you're you're helping yourself. What about food? What about food? Uh, still, still on it. <laughs> still eating it. <laughs> yeah. What do you? How do you eat? Uh, I'm gonna sit this down for a second. Uh, well, I mean, well, this last week I actually went to. I've been. I've, I've started a new workout thing. And I went to yoga and spin every day for four days in a row. Whoa. Yeah. How was that? That's great. It was great. Yeah? Yeah. I feel great. I mean, I feel like garbage right now because I went drinking last night and I I feel icky. But um, we, uh, my boyfriend and I go back and forth with cooking our meals and we get kind of like the same basic ingredients. Um, And he tends to make breakfast. I tend to make lunch. Hmm. We just go back and forth and we leave the ingredients that we haven't used in these little Tupperwares. And then it's kind of this like fun kind of creative project putting the so different. Cute. That's so cute. <laughs> cute. It's also really cute that there's like a bit of a pattern where it's like he makes breakfast, you make lunch. Like it's mm-hmm. so sweet. It's really nice. Yeah. We never have a we never have a conversation about it. Well, that's something like our relationship is kind of like a co-op in that way where. Mm. We're living in this small room. We don't. We haven't been together that long. We don't live together in Ireland, but we're essentially living together for the summer. But like as far as cleaning goes or making the bed, it's just like whatever needs to be done just happens. Like we don't have set yeah. jobs really. It's just whatever whatever needs to be done, which is which is great. Yeah, it feels more yeah. a bit intuitive in ways. Like yeah, yeah. You know, we also it, yeah, it's great. Also, like that. with with food, we like if one of us is working on something will be like, well, are you hungry? I'll make you blah, blah, blah. I'll do this for you. Or or also, like, I can say, hey, could you make me coffee? And he's like, yeah, of course, or vice versa. It's nice. It's so nice. It's so nice. nice. <laughs> and you, do you eat all the things? Like, do you eat meat? Do you eat? Uh, yeah. I mean, I uh, I have a lot of, I have a lot of, like, r- residual diet rules in my brain that I can't, like, unfeel all the time. Like, don't yeah. eat carbs and don't... Um, I eat a lot of beans. Mm-hmm. Um, I do eat meat, though I'm very like finicky about the uh, the kind of meat I eat, and I really like I get overly nervous about meat being over a day old. Um, yeah, which is great because my boyfriend is not nervous about that, so I don't feel wasteful because he'll Good. he'll be like, no, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I eat a lot of eggs. I love salsa. I love sauce. That's my thing. I love sauce. That's my You're thing. That's my thing. I love sauce. You're a sauce girl. Yeah, I love salsa. I love sauce. I will order like things that. just for the sauce or the thing. I so understand that. Mm. What's your favorite sauce? Oh, um, well. Huh? I'm going to see if she says something different. Salsa? I was gonna. I thought it was gonna be ranch. Well, I mean, that's the shameful truth. Yeah, no, that's well, that's true. Delicious. Yeah, and my favorite kind of ranch is like diner, like really watery ranch. Oh my god, I know. Yeah, like the kind that comes on like a wedge, a really shitty wedge. Yes, salad. yes, I get it. Yes. Your theory is that restaurants water down their ranch. They do mm-hmm. to make it last longer. Yeah, because if you water it down, it at like it's like the volume goes up a hundred percent. Yeah. What's your favorite sauce? Thousand <laughs> Island. Is it really? Hell yeah. Interesting. Wow. Because Pick, Pickle boy. It, yeah, it can buy... Well, I love pickles. You, mm-hmm. It combines that... There's nothing wrong with ketchup. Nothing wrong with mayo. What about sriracha? Pickles are great. Sriracha's fine. I what? like it. Oh, it's like my favorite. I like oh, it. Really? I like sriracha. sriracha. I like sriracha aioli. It's good. It's... I'm not the biggest... 
spice person. Oh. But mm. I do like... Here's the thing. If I'm going to get hot sauce, I don't... Don't show me... Tabasco, I think, is the biggest cop-out of all time. I agree. It's Tabasco trash. is a lie we're being <laughs> fed by the Chipotle industry. Just hot, hot vinegar. It's gross. Yeah, it's Barely so not even good. hot. It's just like... I love Cholula. Yes. yes. Cholula's my favorite hot sauce. Yeah. Close second is Sriracha. Distant third, Tapatio. And then oh, on yeah, a like different that. continent is Tabasco. Yeah, same. Yeah. Although, I will say... The only time I've ever had Tabasco I liked, Chipotle carries Chipotle flavored Tabasco. Okay. And I mm. went in there. It's oh, like I a, don't. Ugh. It's a variant I've never had before, except for being Chipotle. I went in there like on my lunch break last week, and I was looking for it for my to-go order, and I was like, "Do you guys have it?" Because it was all just the regular kind. I was like, yeah. "Fuck this!" It's like, "Do you guys have any of the Chipotle kind?" And they went in the back, and like five <laughs> minutes later, came back with a new one and cracked it. Like, took the plastic off and handed it to me. And then I took a plastic to-go container and emptied half the bottle oh into God. the thing in front of them and then just put it down and went, thanks. And then I walked away and I was like, I'm a, I am a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm such like a glutton. It's like, excuse me. I just, need like, all of this. Pounding the bottom of the bottle. It was great. It was great. Yeah. I love spicy things. <laughs> I've eaten tapatio off of my hand. Mm. Just like poured it on my hand and then licked it off and then poured yeah. it on my hand to the extent that I've burned my hand. <gasps> oh my Isn't goodness. that disgusting? No. Well, we got an extra. <laughs> Not to me. I'm like, I get it. We got an extra it. ranch out at dinner the other week, and uh, the waiter was like, like slacked on bringing it. And then he brought another one. And uh, you Aaron, guys, yeah. And yeah. as a bit, well, we were the group, and, and as a bit, Aaron was determined to finish it. <laughs> and the guy was like, "It's fine, I can take it away." And you're like, "No, no, no!" And it was really funny. Because, like, <laughs> I, I mean, we were giving the waiter a whole bunch more than he could handle, as far as just like too many jokes. Too, yeah. Too, yeah. He was like, "Who it. are these guys?" It was someone who like didn't hate what we were doing but couldn't keep up at all yeah. it wasn't like we were being brilliant is this mess hall yeah oh okay he i just... think that's like what mess hall is though mm-hmm. like mess hall is like waiters who can't really keep up and don't really get what's going on yeah. <laughs> i ate there last night actually and i ordered the weirdest meal i think i panicked mm-hmm. do you ever feel like you're yeah. not ready but you're not ready to say i'm not ready so you just order anything mm-hmm I ordered a side salad and Brussels sprouts. <laughs> That's not a meal. Yeah. No. I ate everything, though, because I was like, well, I didn't order enough food. And frankly, I don't know what just happened. I yeah. short-circuited and panicked. <laughs> they have a really super weird salad that's like long grilled lettuce leaves with like artichoke on top. And it's Get charred. Out. And it serves, it serves on a plate. Yeah. A, a plate. long plate. It's, and it comes with a steak knife. <laughs> It's like the weirdest. Yeah, it stresses I would love, me out. I would love to open a restaurant that's just like any of the weirdest whim you have, like doesn't even count as an entree. You're like, yeah, you know what? I want a, like a long, thin slice of ham grilled on one side with like an avocado garnish. Like just and make people deal with it and put it on the menu. Aaron, what would your dream restaurant be if you could open a restaurant? Oh, my God. It'd be a probably a taco restaurant mm. and it would be run by puppies <gasps> and i'll go yeah. do they know what they're doing or is it just like a bunch no of no they know what they're doing yeah, of oh, course great, the puppies great. know what they're yeah, doing yeah yeah it's a fantasy I would, land i mean i would also go into a restaurant with like fifty thousand puppies just like slipping all over a bunch of tortillas <laughs> because that would be very cute oh. I feel like you could come having had dinner already and just yeah. go for the show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe there's always like one new puppy that's like learning everything but is but is messing up adorably. Oh, this is uh, so I have the most perfect visual in my head right okay. now. Okay. Well, and it's all booths. Oh, yeah. Oh, all that's booths. a nice idea. So, mm-hmm. is it how many so with the restaurant four sides, so there's three sides of booths or is it like all booths? Mm, it's it's That'd all booths cool. in a spiraling tower like up <laughs> No. <laughs> I'm I'm so both booths are uh, agreed. This was a this was a long standing dream for uh, me and Kimber. If we ever had this conversation, is to have a restaurant called the Booth, mm. and it was just every single there were no no tables, no freestanding tables, no chairs, just booths forever. And then the other day, I went to a restaurant called Eat Well that's in Atwater uh, Glendale, maybe mm. all booths. 100% really? booths. Islands also all booths. Ooh. How do they do it, though? Well, there's like a middle island. That That's how sense. they do it. That actually islands. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. It's perfect. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's like a, yeah. Cause you don't ever want to have to be like, no, we'll wait for a booth, even though everyone just wants to sit in a booth. Yeah. Cause you, you have your own little world. Yeah. I love booths. Mm-hmm. You're the king. Yeah. Or queen. Thank you. Thank you. Or so if much. you, or <laughs> if you confirm, that. if you don't conform to a, you know, oligarchical gender binary, it's whatever. You're just royalty. Mm. You're, you're just royalty. That's a good name. When you're here, you're just royalty. <laughs> you're the just... oligarchy. When you're when you're <laughs> here, you're royalty. <laughs> and with that, I quit comedy for uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I second that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You yeah. should never. You should never try. <laughs> We're still rooting for you to start comedy. Oh, oh, oh no. Um, oh, yeah, please. You tacos, tacos. I do. Tacos, I do. Puppies. It'd be tacos, and there'd and there would be those like dishes, little dishes of ranch. Because mm. I, yeah, because oh, I'm yeah. disgusting. Any kind of and ice cream. It'd be tacos and ice cream. I think in a Ooh, utopia drink. and free, no calories. No oh, calories. Yeah. Do you get yeah. full though? You get really full. It's like this really cool thing. It's like really healthy for you. No calories, but it's not. It's not bad for you because the puppies have a have a spell. <gasps> that they <laughs> uh, yeah okay now it's now we're I'm just, in count me in yeah now, now <laughs> sign me just, up that's perfect what would your dream restaurant be um I'm just gonna say for for it's it's called uh it's called okay here we go I got it <laughs> it's called I don't know what do you want and it's <laughs> it's only for couples and people on dates who can't decide where they want to eat and then you go in and you literally it's not like Cheesecake Factory, where there's like 50 pages of a menu. There's mm. no menu. You just go and you go, uh, I think I want, I think I want like a banh mi. I want like a Vietnamese sandwich and I want, and I want a side of ranch. <laughs> and some tomato to, bisque. And I want some tomato bisque, exactly. And I want uh, like a shrimp cocktail. And just like something cold and sweet. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They figure that part out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And could we have it's some. A frost, they go and outsource a frosty. Yeah. <laughs> could we have some before churros? So like appetizer oh. churros. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's delicious. appetizer churros. There's no. Then that's the thing. Is like that's a dream. I don't care. Sounds very good. Obviously all booths, but the big the big thing to me is like it's just it's whatever you want. Oh, and it's all. Oh, and also mm. you can control your portion too. So you can say, can I have half uh, a cheeseburger? Or just like a, you're like I just want a little, and they like interpret a little. They actually yep. give you a little. They bring you two bites worth. I so think it'd be good night- if you walked in and they just looked at you and they just like read, like looked you up and down, just read you, just like winked and then brought you something. Like minority. And you don't report. have to worry about a it. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. They know from the future what yeah. the thing that you would like. All right, that's what it is then, because you then it's out mm-hmm. of your control. Because I feel like if it's a what do you want to eat sort of scenario, yeah, you a can't, lot of too many I don't knows already. Yep, you yeah, you, yeah. Uh, you can't decide what you want. So if you have unlimited options, you'll never be able to decide. It's it's a psychic restaurant. No, I'm really hungry. I cannot. They pick. read your energy. They sit you down and bring you exactly what you want. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. wonder what we would be brought. Like, I wonder if they would just like um, add up all the things over time that you've eaten, and then like just bring you the thing that you eat the most, or something. Mm. Or, or like you take your the levels. Like Thursday night. Yeah, I'm really hungry right now. Me too. And I'm hungover, so I think I'd yeah, they'd make me some sort of like cheesy, cheesy thing. Mm. That's what I'd like. I was fortunate enough to uh, split a breakfast croissant sandwich this morning because uh, with friend of the show, Liz Alvarenly, we went to Cafe Los Feliz and got one of maybe my favorite sandwiches that has ever existed. It's a breakfast croissant. Mm. You you say, can I have cheddar instead of Swiss? It's the size of, it's it's shockingly big. It's big to the point where if you (laughs) were trying to save face in public, you'd be like, this is, I couldn't possibly. And then you eat the whole (laughs) thing. You prepack it. You prepack half of it because you're like, I would never eat that. Yeah, exactly. So we asked for two plates and I was full. But now I want another half. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I love Um, Liz. She's great. Shout out to friend of the show. Hi, Liz. Friend of everyone. Hi, Liz. Friend of me. That's over on me. Um... (laughs) Should we? Uh, do you, is, there the a, is there a timer? Yeah, we have five questions that we ask every guest. Yeah, okay, are you, do you ready know how long for we've that? been recording? Yes. How long? Did you tell us. Fifty-four minutes, oh, and that feels right. This is perfect. Minutes. We got we got to the um, part, our favorite part, right away, like right on time. Okay, here we go. Here are the questions we ask all of our guests. Number one: What's your favorite food? Mm, uh, Sun-dried tomato bagel with veggie cream cheese and a slice, slice raw tomato. Wow. Oh, so specific. Love it. <laughs> There's nothing that makes me happier than when someone answers, like, when you ask that question, they, like, know it. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, I like a person who knows exactly what they like to I, eat. I fantasize about that question a lot because I, I fantasize about a situation where someone's like, all right, there's one meal for the rest of your life. Yeah. Or you get to choose. Do you ever fantasize about like the thing, the meal that you could choose that would be calorieless? Ooh. For me, no. that would be... That would be bagels. Like if someone's like, you magically can have as many bagels as you want and you'll be full, but it, there will be no consequences. Bagels. I yeah. love that. But I also I sometimes dream of a world where no one is ever, no one has ever uttered the phrase, you know, bagels like eating four slices of bread. <laughs> yeah. I wish no one has ever, would have ever said that before and will never say it again. Yeah. yeah. Or I remember reading a magazine when I was like too young and it was like, um, Actually, a bagel's worse for you than eating a donut. And I'm like, you can't win. Yeah. We can't win. I like both those things and I want to eat both those things and I'm going to continue. But a donut's worse than drowning a puppy. Shut yeah. up. We Let don't me care. eat. Give me my sugar, baby. Yeah. baby. Okay. We don't care, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Do you guys call your audience babies? No. No. Baby. We call them little we, toasties. We little toasties. That's good. Toasties. Oh, yeah. uh, and two people were excited about that. Yeah. And we had the rest two of our audience is good. indifferent. Yeah. Tiny Toasties is good. Tiny Toasties is fun. Um, number two, do you believe in soulmates? No. Hell yeah, girl. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hell yeah. I feel like you will answer these questions maybe like more efficiently and more to the point than anyone ever has. Like people really? will be like, well, like no one wants to just be like, no, yes, no, yes. Like I love that. <laughs> people love to do the, I don't know if it's a soulmate. I believe there's multiple people and it's like, yeah, we know. We know that. Though. We know. We all think we that. We all think that there's a couple yeah. people that really define you and you're, it's fine. You can mm. say no. I believe all of my soulmates are in the comedy community and I'll always know their exes. <laughs> all of my soulmates love to go to the same parties as me. <laughs> um, num- <laughs> number three, what's your favorite thing to cook or bake for someone? Ooh, um, my favorite thing to cook or bake for someone well i like making very specific personalized weird cakes oh i've bought one from you oh you did oh what was the cake remember it was a giant dinosaur it was so beautiful oh good good it was for like a good friend of mine oh yeah 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 i remember that it was a while ago yeah it was a while ago i forgot about that yeah 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 your cakes are so fucking cool thank you yeah yeah that's why i do it i know <laughs> it's cool uh they're no cool. it's a fun yeah it's a fun yeah that's the most fun thing to make i think they're if called search, ugly cakes ugly cakes by mcgathy right mm-hmm. if you search that hashtag on instagram you will see dozens of truly impressive uh works of art yeah they're also <laughs> okay. like it's also like my favorite style of art which is sort of like it's like a it's like someone who's an artist, right? Someone who's an artist, but has a better aesthetic than knowing that art should be perfect. Mm. And they allow it to be sort of like imperfect in a really comedic way. Thank you. And that's my favorite kind of art. It's sort of like when kids do art too, you mm-hmm. know? And like you're folk like, art. that's yeah, me too. perfect. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a perfect thing. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Question number four. What's your favorite drink? Greyhound. What's that? Mm. Uh, it was grapefruit juice and vodka. Oh. Mm-hmm. It sounds drink. delicious. It's, it's good. good. I also like an Aperol Spritz. What's that? That's uh, Aperol, uh, Prosecco, and maybe just Aperol and Prosecco? Hmm. Oh, is this. it? Or is there something else in there? I thought it was Aperol and soda. Dave and I water. had them in, oh yeah, well, it's 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 Aperol, Prosecco, and soda water, Yeah, I believe. We had them when we were in Venice together on our romantic honeymoon. On your honeymoon <laughs> together. We... <laughs> <laughs> it's cute that Dave has never been married but has been on a honeymoon like I love that neither of us are married right now yeah. we both went on, on a honeymoon together I love that <laughs> yeah a lot of Aperol spritzes and Irish coffees on that trip oh yeah just to get through the morning and the night <laughs> uh <and laughs> Look, it was great. It was great. Uh, it was great. I mean, when, what a weird, what a weird opportunity. What, we'll what, be laughing about it for years and years. There's no other uh, New Year's that I can say that I rang in the New Year in a queer Parisian disco oh, while yeah. my uh, <laughs> girlfriend was saying. Hey, look at that hot guy over there. It would oh. be so hot if you went and danced with him. No, <laughs> she was serious. Yeah, and then I think uh, a dude groped Aaron and then I got oh is that you yes yeah remember? oh yeah oh the and toughest, then and then like the tough, Dave like bulldog the tough Good. the toughest was, moment of my life so he was very tough it was great, yeah. Aaron and then I got up in his face 
That was awesome. It was very cool. Like I don't like aggression, and I'm not I'm not somebody who's like turned on by by dudes being aggressive. But I was like, oh, well, that, that's cool. I would never Made me feel do that safe. To someone who yeah, deserve yeah. it. But like, don't nobody gropes my friends unless they want to be groped. In which case, grope away. I'm I'm interested <laughs> in that. I'm interested in people standing up for me. Like, because mm. I feel like I've stood up for people many times. I'm mm-hmm. very interested in someone just like doing that for me. Yeah, it's it's, it's, nice. it's awesome. It's nice. yeah. yeah, I think just you got to read the room though. You got to read the room. I was like, I was like, and I think about this when I see people get catcalled too. Where I'm like, okay, well, the following facts are self evident: <laughs> men are disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> they all are, including me. But you can control any urge you have. And so if you're in a club and you have to grope a stranger, there's, yeah. there's something very wrong. Yeah, you. agreed. Mm-hmm. And you need to and be also, shamed yeah. publicly. Yeah, you should be publicly shamed by another person. Yes. By a man in ill-fitting uh, dress slacks surrounded by <laughs> the most attractive androgynous people you'll ever see in your life. <laughs> I've never been so turned on and sad in my entire life. fucking basement disco oh struggling God. to like form French sentences where these beautiful women were just like <laughs> yeah, Parisians are really interesting they don't have a sense of humor and they're just like sexy no. and dramatic I yeah. love that yeah it's just a fucking it's like yeah it, it, the whole thing was just a black and white it was like yeah, a good art movie yeah uh, but way funnier yeah um, okay and so number five uh, of the five questions sponsored by Squarespace uh, not really is one piece of uh, advice, solicited advice, the scenario someone's asked you for a piece of advice that pertains to both food and relationships. Mm. Uh, be kind to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I think I know what that means. Do you want to elaborate? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, well, okay, I think, well, now, now when it I comes to like what you put my... inside yourself. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, as far as food goes, be kind to yourself. Don't be too hard on yourself with like trying to stick to any sort of thing, but also like be kind to yourself and and uh, eat things that are good for your body. And um, and yeah, in relationships, I think the most important thing is to um, be kind to yourself and worry about your own your own things. That's great. I love yeah. that. I also agree. Thank it, you. It, it might seem obvious, but think about how many times that we don't do that in I mean, our lives. A lot of the times. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you think about it with relationships, especially, I'm always so judgmental and harsh about myself. Mm-hmm. Me too. And food, man. Trying to do it less. Me too. All the time. Um, Me too. Erin, <laughs> thank you so much for being on our show. Thanks yeah. for having me. For, Let me engineer. Yeah, thank, thank you for, for bringing our show to us. <laughs> thank you for explaining to us what microphones and Zoom recorders are. Um, <laughs> where uh, where can people find you on this great internet of ours? <laughs> this great internet of ours. Uh, well, I have a relationship podcast called This Feels Terrible. And if you are listening from Scotland or the UK, I'm going to be performing at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. And Dave's actually directing my show. Oh, cool. Which is I called, am indeed. Wow. Yeah. August 3rd till the to the 28th, every day at 2 p.m. at the County House Ballroom. See oh, you there. that's so cool. I hope I have hundreds of people come from this podcast yeah what I if think you so. do that would be that would be great if you if you are <laughs> listening Stevie to this if you end up yeah. going to my to my show which is only five pounds um that's british for money and uh it's only five pounds if you if you heard this podcast and you come to the show if you just like lean in and just say that you're a little toasty <laughs> yeah, and I'll, and I'll know. And yeah, but I'll know. you'll have long forgotten, and you'll ask them to turn like, the heat what down. What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> you'll be like, oh, we can no, get a I will going. remember if someone comes up to me and says they're a little toasty. I will buy them a drink. Ooh! Ooh. All right, all right, international listeners. Also, if you're an international <laughs> listener, just tweet at us and let us know. Let us know. Just, just tell us, tell us the truth. Um, <laughs> tell us the truth. <laughs> tell the truth. Stop. Tell lying your to truth. Us. Um. Well, that was fantastic. Uh, we, uh, Aaron, we end every episode by having our guests break up with us. Oh, okay. Um, this has been really fun, and just because this needs to end doesn't take away from how meaningful this this experience has been 
for me. But that it has I, to end. It does. I think um, it's just not what I what I need anymore. What do you need? What do you need? Big dicks. <laughs> okay. well, we can't give you that. <laughs> Set yourself free. <laughs> what about an average one? <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much. Yeah, um, thank you, Aaron. I feel I feel okay with that. I'm not going to try to follow you around or text you a bunch or show up to where you are. It's fine. This is such a sad way to end your show. I know. But it's great. You know what? Yeah. But look. Look. look let's, all, all relationships but I'm not. But I'm, but I'm not saying I'm not capable of backsliding. <gasps> maybe you will, you <laughs> will be saying. your first backslide. Yeah. Maybe you'll be my first backslide. I don't know. Because I'm obviously like a, still very into you. Well, at least one of the hosts of this show has zero boundaries. So. Yeah. So we'll see you again. We'll see you again. Um, and as always, rate us on iTunes. Leave a review. It Subscribe. Really, it really helps, guys. Come on. What are you yeah. doing? Just, what are you just streaming it on the HeadGum website? Be a pal. Do it. Just give us what we want for once. <laughs> um, you guys are great out there. I just want to let you all know, uh, we really appreciate you listening to this show. It means so much. And uh, go see Aaron McGathy live. And listen to our podcast. On her This Feels Terrible live show. Do do. You're doing a whole bunch of shows, right? Oh, yeah. I'm touring across the U.S. as well. AaronMcGathy.com. Yeah, go find it. Bye. 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 Podcast Network.